Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Jungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, fellas, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday morning. If you're listening to this on Monday morning, if you're not, I hope you had a good Monday. Um, But uh, today I don't have a guest for you. We're in the middle of the Moose interviews, and uh, there's some pretty cool content there, and I I hope you do continue to listen to his content and his interviews as they come out in the next couple days. Um, But before we do that, I want to do this one, which is a little bit different, and I just wanted to open up and be really honest with you. Guys, I feel the last couple days, last week or so, I feel like I've been in a rut. And um, to tell you what's going on, first of all, it's really exciting that I just got back from a uh, road trip that I took up to New Ulm where I talked to a couple of my good friends and one of my old college professors and, and got to do some awesome interviews. And I cannot wait to share those interviews with you in the coming month or so and share that content with you in those conversations. Some really cool stuff going on. Uh, I'm so excited about it. Uh, but last week in particular, I just felt like I was in a rut. And leading into what was for me winter break, I just felt stuck, man. I felt in the rut. And, and, and maybe the better way to say it is I, I felt like there was something holding me down. Like I felt restrained. Uh, it, it was like a heavy weight was holding me down and, and pulling me back. Every time I tried to make any progress or even just like do something I knew was worthwhile, I just felt all the time like something was holding me down or pulling me back. Like I was walking through mud or there's a parachute tied to my belt. Like, you you know the feeling. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, or like you're stuck in molasses or jello or something. You just can't move freely. You don't. You just can't do what you want to do the way you want to do it. And, and I couldn't figure it out. I, I couldn't figure it out. Although I guess I guess I did kind of know the whole time what the, what the problem was. But I could not figure out how or why I... F- I was getting this feeling and I was racking my brain and thinking about it and I was saying stuff to myself like, I don't get it. Like I, I'm working out. I'm working hard. I'm taking care of my body. Uh, well, why am I having a hard time sleeping? Why am I so tired all the time? Why am I so worn down? Or saying stuff like I, I, I'm a teacher and, and my job is to tell kids about Jesus. So how come this is so tough? Like wh- why, why is there, why are there problems going on? Like what? How can this be so hard? I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing God's will. I was called to do this. How can this be so hard? Or (laughs) another one, and this was the most convicting, I think this is the one that finally made me figure it out, is I actually said to myself, I had the guts, I had the neurons to say to myself, I'm doing everything right. I'm I'm, I'm good enough. I didn't do anything too bad. I got things under control. I'm I'm good. I'm a good Christian. Look at me. Look at my neighbor. He's not so good. Look at my neighbor on the other side. He's not so good either. But look at me. I'm doing good. Man, I can list off a whole bunch of people that aren't doing as good as me. 
How sad is that? That I actually thought that. That I, I could actually think that about myself and about the people around me. And then I heard the story of the rich young ruler. And, oh man, did that speak into my heart. It was convicting. And it was terrifying. And it brought great peace all at the same time. Here it is. I'm going to read it to you in its entirety. This is from Mark 10, uh, starting at verse 17. The rich young man. Jesus started on his way, and a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud on your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for the rich man to the kingdom of God? The disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to one another, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Peter said to him, We have left everything to follow you. I tell you the truth, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in his present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, and with them persecutions. And in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Now, i got to be real with you folks. I feel like the rich young ruler. I would rather say I feel like Peter who says, Lord, I've left everything and I followed you. What does that mean? But I look around me and that's not the truth. And I'm not talking about the physical blessings I have. Like, frankly, I don't, I don't have a whole lot. I have a lot more than I need, but I don't have a whole lot, physically speaking. Like, it, it almost put me in debt just to buy the equipment to record this, to record this podcast. Like, I have not been blessed with a lot of wealth. And I'll admit that some of that is my own foolishness and not spending my money wisely. But the reality is the Lord has not blessed me with overwhelming wealth. So what is it that makes me feel like the rich young man? What it, I don't think the story is actually about money at all. I think the story is about idolatry. It's about putting things before Christ and making other things more important than Christ. And, and the reality that this young man looked at his life and said, yeah, I'm doing all the good things. I've been good enough. Woo. He's looking around waiting for somebody to tell him how good he is and how he's already accomplished everything he set out to do. He's looking for praise, and that's why he's standing there. That's why he's talking to Jesus. Lord, tell me how good I am. And if he's not that cocky, maybe he's just saying, like, hey, Lord, are we good now? Is this what you were looking for? That's what I've been doing the last couple days. I'm just like that rich young ruler. 
I've been rattling off all the good stuff I've done. Like all the good things I do for Jesus. I find myself swimming in a pool of like the good enough and the not bad comments. Like, yeah, how was your day today? Not bad. Somebody asked me like, how you doing? Like spiritually, how you doing? I go, I'm all right. But th- th- I shouldn't be all right. I shouldn't be not bad. I have every resource that's been given to me to be great, to be very good, to be at peace with my Heavenly Father. But I turn away from those opportunities. I sit around and I wait for Jesus and the world to tell me how well I've done. But I haven't done well enough. I haven't. No matter how, how well much I try, no matter how great I try and be, all my righteous acts are like filthy rags. Jesus doesn't want my righteous acts. Jesus doesn't want me to, to work my butt off and be like Martha and go get after whatever. Jesus wants me to leave behind everything of this world. And he wants me to simply let it go and follow him. Let go of the status symbols, the money, the freedom. Like We live in an entrepreneurial world, right? Everybody wants to be the next entrepreneur and I'm not... And I'm not immune to that. Uh, I would be lying if I told you that I didn't, there was there wasn't some deep part down deep in my heart that that hoped that someday I can set my own schedule and and work from home and not have to get up at 5:30 every morning and not have to deal with the stresses of school and this that or whatever. I I would love that. I would love that freedom, but the Lord says no. Follow me, and maybe that's what the Lord has in store for me, but it's not my job to go out and get it. It's my job to follow him wherever he might lead. I got to let go of the plans that I have for my own life, too. And some of those plans are the same, and some of those worries are the same, too, because I'm so worried about what I want for my life. Uh, If I can open up and be real with you, (laughs) I never thought I was going to be 25 and single. I thought I was going to have a wife and kids by now, but that wasn't in the cards. That's, That's not what the Lord wanted. He says, let go. Follow me. I've got something in store for you. I got to let go of the, I'm using air quotes here, the needs (laughs) that I experience. Like, I don't need a car. I don't need more sleep. I don't need some time in front of the TV. I don't need the awesome food I eat. I don't need any of this stuff. I can survive without it. I can survive in a paper box and one set of clothes if I needed to. There is only one thing that truly is needful. And that one thing needful is my Savior. That relationship that I have with my Heavenly Father. The forgiveness and grace and love that's poured out for me. And that should be filling my heart. But instead of filling my heart with love and letting the Spirit work in me, I'm worried about everything else. Jesus says, leave all that behind. Jesus says, come follow me. And when I start asking questions like, Lord, what do you have in store? Just like you said to the disciples when when they came and approached him the first time. When, when John pointed and said, look, the Lamb of God. And they had all these questions to ask Jesus. And Jesus simply says, come and see. So that's what I'm going to do this week. That's my focus this week is I'm just going to follow Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Jesus. I'm going to come and see what the Lord has laid out for me. 
And here's how I'm going to do that. Here, I, I want you to think about this too. I want you to be really intentional about this. What can you do to follow Jesus better? What can you do to be to more intimately follow Jesus? But but here are the four things I'm going to do this week. One, I'm going to eat clean and I'm going to adopt the healthy habits that I should have been adopting before. I I love lifting heavy weights and a lot of times I get out of whack and end up hurting myself because I don't do the things that I know I need to do to stay healthy. So I'm going to do those little things and I'm going to eat eat clean. No more Girl Scout cookies. No more cupcakes. I don't care how cute the kid is. I got to eat clean because the healthier I am, the the better mood I'm in and better mental space I'm in and the more energy I can bring to the work I do both on this podcast and with my kids at school. So that's what I'm going to do. One, physically, I'm going to make sure I lock it down. Number two, I'm going to stop watching Netflix before my work is done for the day, and I'm going to be way, way more careful about the content I consume from both the internet and from TV. Uh, because if I'm really on, like I haven't been watching anything wildly inappropriate. I'm not saying that, but I, I have been letting it go a little bit. And so I'm going to be really intentional this week about making sure that I'm not watching anything that is going to harm me on a soul level. Um, Paul says not even a hint of immorality. So I'm not going to let any of that around. I'm not, I, I, that's my goal this week to say no. Even if it's an awkward conversation, even if I got to say no to somebody, even if I got to say, I don't want to do this, I'm going to, that's my effort this week. No, not even a hint of immorality. Number three, I'm going to get off my phone and engage in the world around me. Um, it's really bad when I know I have stuff to do, but even when I don't have something to do, like there are better things that I can do with my time than, than get on my phone. But particularly when I have work to do, I need to I need to get off my phone. I need to do it. And that's at work. That's at home. And then the other thing is I know that my free time is better spent reading a book or cleaning my room or folding laundry or doing dishes than it is on that phone. Being Spending more time on that phone is not going to get me closer to my Heavenly Father. It's not going to help me grow spiritually or mentally or emotionally. It's, it's just a waste of time. So I'm going to get off that phone. And I'm going to make sure I'm engaging in the world around me, both with the people and the things that I need to be doing. And last, but certainly not least, number four, this is by far the most important one. I'm going to start my day every morning before I go to school. I'm going to spend 15 minutes in the Word. I'm going to spend 15 minutes in the Word every day before I go to school. And I do that sometimes, but I'm going to do it every day this week. And then when I come home, I've, I've been coming home and eating my, my evening meal and reading my Bible before I go to the gym. And I've been skipping some of those days too. So I'm going to make sure I read my Bible at the end of every day as well before I go to the gym. So that's 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening where I'm going to spend time just me and Jesus. Just me and my Heavenly Father having a conversation. Let Him speak into my heart and I'll speak back to Him. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to healthy habits. I'm going to stop watching Netflix when I shouldn't be and stop watching stuff I shouldn't be watching. Uh, Number three, I'm going to get off my phone and engage in the world around me. Number four, I'm going to spend more time with Jesus. I'm going to be really intentional about it. I'm going to schedule it into my day. Okay, guys, I don't want to be like that rich young ruler who had to walk away and say, no, (laughs) the things of this world are too important to me. I'm going to break the bonds that are tying me to this world, and I'm going to get myself right spiritually. And uh, that's my focus this week. I hope you join me in that. And I hope you have a blessed week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes like this 
on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, the podcast app, and Pippa. If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Time to Gird Up. You can find us on Facebook at The Gird Up Podcast. Or if you want to email me, you can email me at Coach Ungemach, that's U N G E M A C H, at gmail.com. Please leave a five star rating and review on this podcast on iTunes. The more four and five star ratings we receive, the more people we will reach on iTunes because iTunes will boost us more. Thank you to Seth Palmeyer for our podcast art. And thank you to you, the listener, because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So with that, I encourage you to go out, man up, gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Have a good one.